All right, guys, episode 14 of the Ask Eric podcast. We said to ask Eric anything, he Uh-oh. will answer anything. Now, this one's hard. It is a little bit hard. My whole life, I've been told, hey, listen, there's two things you don't talk about. Uh-huh. That's politics and that's religion. Okay. But because you can ask Eric anything, uh-huh. we're going to go ahead and talk about both of them today. Yep. So the question is... We're here with Justin Flowers. Y'all know Justin. Local politician, public figure. He came up to me. Mental health advocate. Hey, mental health advocate. He's uh, the man of all trades. He really, he dedicated his whole life to giving back. He had been tuning into the podcast and kind of had an interesting question. So basically, um, I reached out to Dix and I wanted to find out how um, being in the political arena um, how you can not choose size, but choose the answer of Christ um, when you lead your life as a politician and serving the community. So that's one of the questions that I would like to be answered on the podcast. Um, how does a politician um, not choose size, but choose what Christ wants for our life and for our community and how we serve in the community? That's right. That's a good question. I love, the way, question. I love the way he stated that too. Uh, in his question, he says, how, how do I as a politician or how do politicians choose Jesus over picking sides? Right. And, uh, and you can tell that's a politician asking the question. Right. I like it. I like it. But I, lo- I love that from the standpoint of the, I don't necessarily think this is just a, uh, uh, a politician question. You know, I think this is a everybody question. Right. Cause I mean, we've gone through the ringer, uh, over the past couple of years, you got 2020 through everybody in the rut. And then it got so politically charged right there. It got so relationally charged right there and it just carried over. So now 2020 became into 2021 and now you got everybody isolating from 2020, right? They don't know how at that point now how to interact. They've got to relearn how to interact with other people. Right. And then you got, or are you on the, uh, the vaccine side? Or are you a non-vaxxer? Right. Right. Are you a public school person or are you a private school or homeschool person? Like, are you a, uh, are you for BLM or are you not for BLM? And then how do you say that? And it was, it's one of those things to where politicians are in the thick of it. Yeah. You know, I've been, you got uh, the heat. The reason they've always said, don't talk about religion or politics in a public place is because yeah. they're scared it's going to cause division. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. may as well talk about it because what you're referencing right now is a, examples of division. Division, yeah. yeah so. Well, that's exactly what it causes. Yeah. You know, and I think that's because of the topic of right. what we're talking today. I don't know that we're really good at uh, ultimately getting to where we're going to try to get today it is because I think the reason it leads to divisions and it leads to fights and it leads to arguments and it leads to family walking out on family and friends walking out on friends is because I'm stuck in my mindset and I have no empathy for you and your mindset. And if you don't believe like I believe, then you're wrong. Right. And there's no, there's no ground. Right. And, uh, and I think that's the power of the question that he said, how, how do politicians choose Jesus over sides? And I love that because Ultimately, that's a, that's that's what you have to do. That's what I have to do. Now, from a pastor's point of view, I 
my goal is to pastor people who are Democrats. My goal is to pastor people who are Republicans. My goal is to pastor people who are Libertarians. My goal is to pastor people who are conservatives. My goal is to pastor people who are liberals. My goal is to pass, you know, and, right. and, and for me to be able to do that, I can't go, Hey, you know what? Listen, I'm, I'm a, this, because then you won't pastor all these other people that aren't this. Right. Right. And it's the same way with politicians. Okay. Well, if I'm, uh, over this part of our city, or I'm over this part of our government, or I'm over this part of our state, whatever that looks like, uh, you're looking at that going, well, I have Democrats, I have Republicans, I have everywhere else in between. Right. I got all these people. So how do I love them and pick them and decide for them and serve them like Jesus would without me going, you know what, I'll, I tend to lean a little bit more towards you. Right. So I'm going to help you instead of leaning a little bit more towards you and helping you. Cause I don't, I don't agree. Right. Right. And, and that's, but that's not just a political ram. And that's what I love about it is, is the question is relevant whether you're in politics or not. It is. So if you're listening or watching and you're not in politics, don't turn it off. Right. Cause you, I mean, you've got people that you got to interact with that, that are divisive situations uh, that are hard pills to swallow that are going, how, how do you discipline your kids? Are you a non-spanker or are you a spanker? You know, like, yeah. I mean, all of the, everything we have right now in our culture post 2020 is so heated and charged that you can almost divide anything over just picking a side. You could. So I would think that there's probably somewhere in the middle, right? Not necessarily saying that there, there isn't sides because there is a side. I mean, because he asked the question, how, how do you choose Jesus? Well, I mean, if you're a follower of Jesus, that is your side. Why do uh, people that don't spank, what's their reasoning for that? Man, that is a whole nother podcast. Okay. Don't you think? I, I'm just going to get should, a short one. We should, just I don't a short know. answer. I don't know. but Because our culture uh, is misinformed about what love is. Well, I'm sure that they have a goal in mind for raising their kids. Well, yeah, I'm sure they do. And they found a different way that they think is the right way to go about it to make a better kid. Yeah. Okay. And the person that does spank. Maybe. The person that does spank, that's the way that they think they need to go about raising their kid to have the best kid. Yeah. So really, they're both trying to do the same thing. Yeah. They just have two different different ways to do it. Thrones that they're sitting on. Mm -hmm. When they're picking their side, mm-hmm. one of them's picking up the belt, and one of them, yeah, I guess, is telling them to sit in the corner or, or doing whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah, and I think probably in every situation, even in extremists, some of the extreme groups mm-hmm. that that we have, they're probably not from their core values very far apart. They're probably trying to get mm-hmm. to the same place the best way that they maybe know how. I'm sure they are. And that, and that's where we landed it all of 2020 as well. And then 2021 and 2022 and bumping into 2023. Now, like ultimately, uh, you and I have to look at, okay, this is what I believe about a situation, Mm -hmm. but ultimately I've got to submit that under something other than just my belief. Right. And I think that's the goal of the talk today is, is to figure out how to submit our lives under. So if I'm a politician, how do I surrender and submit my life to choose Jesus over sides? 
If I'm a pastor, how do I submit my life to choose Jesus over sides? Uh, if I'm an employer, how do I choose Jesus over sides? Because you're going to be in situations like that too. Uh, so how, how do you do that? And here's what I boiled it down to, and I just wrote them down quickly, is a couple of different principles. So here's what I can tell you about living with a, by principles. If you, if you live by feelings, mm-hmm. then now I think, let's, let's go back to the spanking thing for a second. Now, politics turns into spanking. Yes. I don't know how that, but well, we roll it. We could make because some this good is how I, memes with that. You probably could. But ultimately, if I don't live by a principle, then I'm going to get too mad at my kid, and I'm going to overly punish. Okay. And I think that's what's happened before. Mm-hmm. So that's why parents now who were kids. Okay that had parents that let their lives be led by feelings Mm -hmm. that got punished in that way that said, my kid's not going to experience that. Right. Right. So that that's where I think it comes from. But then you get a whole other set of parents who are also led by feelings that don't surrender that to anybody else. Right. So now you got a whole group of people who, who are non discipliners. Mm -hmm. They don't discipline at all because they were disciplined too much as a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. But both of them are living off of feelings. Mm-hmm. So the reason I think this is really important today is because if you and I live off a of principle, it doesn't matter what we feel. Right. Now, I can I can feel whatever way. Right. But there are certain principles that I'm going to live by, and these principles are going to help me choose the side of Jesus over every other side that I could be given the option of choosing. Right. I think we've got away from principles uh, a lot. I could feel like a plant. Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot. Yeah. And if I feel like that, hey, mm-hmm. get me a little, uh, I might have to come water me. You know come what on. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, so So let's dive into it. Okay. The, because I think there, there are things that you and I have to do as well as politicians have to do to live out. And, uh, and I didn't just, I came with scripture today okay. to figure out, because when you start talking about politics, like you said, people it's start broad. getting... A little offended, you start talking about religion, you start talking about principles, you start talking about whatever else. Man, people get offended over everything. Mm-hmm. But principles that Jesus lived by, that I think we have to live by, that ultimately allow us to choose his side instead of just every other side right. known to man. And, uh, and I wrote a couple of them down, which is ultimately this, is Jesus always spoke truth with grace. Right. So you referenced identity just a second ago. Mm-hmm. All right. He 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 speaks truth to identity. Right. Multiple times in scripture. There's a whole bunch of times where he looks at the Pharisees and says, Hey, you ain't got this right. Right? He speaks truth to them, but he speaks it over their life with with grace. Right. Right. So that's the whole John one fourteen thing. It says that Jesus came, like he was the word. The word became flesh. Right. And he lived among us, but it says that he was full of grace and truth. Uh, so I think we live in a culture right now that doesn't want to hear the truth. So that also plays into the political realm. So I think as a politician, you know, how do you choose Jesus over the side? Well, you tell the truth. Right. Which seems like an anomaly. Oh, yeah. If you actually stuck by the truth in politics. I know, know? I know. You might Um, get in trouble. But if you're going to choose Jesus, then that's what you choose. 
is sometimes people aren't going to like it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are going to fight against it because that's what we tend to do. But ultimately, if we're going to choose Jesus, then I speak truth with grace. That's I'm how not, we're. Uh, that's how we're getting to those spankings. What truth with grace? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because ultimately, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't speak truth, nobody knows the direction. Nobody knows the health of their community as a politician. Uh, the people in your community don't know where they stand. Right. Right. The the people in our church, if you start looking at church discipline and how you do that, like people don't know that they're off base or getting to a place where, where they need help. Right. If you don't tell them. Right. And if you don't tell them what the Bible says, you don't tell them what the truth is. Mm-hmm. Right. And speak that with grace. Then, I mean, there is no change happening. Right. There's no change happening in my life personally, your life personally, or in a community that you serve as a politician. So I think speak the truth with grace. It's a, it's a principle, right? So we, we have this whole deal at the house is the Bradleys are honest, right? Right. You, you can lie to me, but when you lie to me, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. Like I, I lose the power to help. Right. But if you're honest, no matter what you do, if you're honest, I'll come to the help. Right. Right. And I think that's what, especially when it pertains to this question as a politician, Hey, here's the truth. Yep. Right. Here's where we stand, but I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. And here's where I think we can go to help. Right. It's a big deal. Yeah. Right, another one I wrote down right there is uh, Jesus asked for more and he gave more. Uh, okay. he, I think we live in a, in a culture, especially when you start getting ramping up to a political season that people start asking for stuff. Hey, oh, do you want to yeah. donate? Hey, do you want to give? Do you want to do this? And, and we get offended. Right. Uh, the same thing happens church wise, too. When you start getting to a place where you start talking about money. Right. Right. People start getting offended. Oh, my gosh. They're just asking for money. Well, Jesus asked for way more than money. Right. Right. And that's what I put down right there. Matthew 16, 24. It says, whoever wants to be my disciple must take the must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Right. There's another section that says whoever wants to find their life has to lose it. Right. So you've got to give up everything you got to find life. Mm-hmm. Right. So no wonder people want to pick sides rather than pick Jesus because right. that's hard. Yeah. Right. But not only does he ask for more, he gives more. He says, if you'll live this life, then I'll give you eternal life. Like I'll give you a place with no tears and no guilt and no shame and peace. Yep. You know, that's just everywhere that you don't currently have. And that to me is a big deal. So he, he asked for a lot. So as a politician, like you're going to have to ask for a lot from your community that you serve. Hey, I'm going I'm to need you to do some things. Right. But then with a heart of not just getting stuff, but with a heart of giving back as well. Trying to make it a better place. Yeah. I think that's a good principle. Yeah. You can see it in the life of Jesus. Absolutely. Right. So I think if a politician said, okay, I'm going to ask for some stuff, but I'm going to give back something more, then the communities are just better mm-hmm. that way. But this is where we're going to get to. This is the cost. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Once it's over with, y'all are going to be happy we got here. Yeah, but it's going to be hard on the way. Yep. And that's what that's what Jesus said right there, right? So he asked for a whole lot, but he gave. He gave even more. more. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is that is relevant because mm-hmm. nobody, everybody's a little shy of that giving right now. Yeah. It's getting tight. Eggs are expensive. Man, man. jeez. Man. I'm glad I got chickens. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So So you could really, off topic, but you could 
instead of going to the grocery store and buy eggs, you could say, you know what, Eric, bring me my eggs. I'm going to pay you and give the difference to the church. Hey, look. Hey, man, that's a, that's a lot of eggs getting ate in this look, church, I think. I'm going to have to get me some more chickens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did do that. Me and Cheyenne came up with that idea. Well, Cheyenne came up with that idea to give away free eggs to first-time guests a couple weeks yeah. ago. And uh, <laughs> I, I was like, somebody... if this works, if people come to church for eggs, yeah, then we'll get more chickens. Those things are like the cost of gas right I'm now. I'm telling you. It's a I big saw deal. somebody walking away with those eggs. I did too. I'll tell you couple what. A couple people. Yeah. A couple people. Yeah, they needed them. I know. Yeah. I know. So come get some eggs. I'm glad they came. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we ain't giving them away right now, though. We're not? Uh-uh. Okay, we're getting running low on eggs. <laughs> they're, a hot, gotta, they're a hot commodity right I gotta now. I got to feed them some dog food. Okay. It's getting off topic, too. But okay. do you know if you feed chickens dog food, they lay more eggs? No. I didn't know that either until Cheyenne saw it on TikTok. And, and I was like, I'm going to try that. Absolutely, it works. Huh. I guess some more protein in the dog food. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? All right, so those were two principles, right? Okay. Speak the truth. Uh, ask for more. Give more. Uh, I think another one that I think is important, especially for politicians, is uh, is the fact that Jesus moved with compassion. So in, in the world we live in, I think it's really easy to uh to to get to a place where we want to help but we just don't know how and i think mm-hmm. from a political standpoint um from a pastor standpoint from a church standpoint we just got to know that hey this is what we're called to do we're, we're called to help right um so i quoted that verse right there matthew fourteen fourteen. he looked out at the crowds and he had compassion on them and he healed their sick mm-hmm. so he sees a whole lot of people that are hurting and he had compassion to serve them and I think that's important for a politician is, is you look at your community that's hurting. Right. Right. And, and you have compassion to serve them mm-hmm. and to love them and help them and heal whatever. So even if you don't broken. disagree. Yeah. I mean, I, you, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You got to have that compassion. Yeah. I mean, you'd be Republican, Democrat, you'd be on one side or the other side. If we're all dealing with the same thing and we're all hurting mm-hmm. in the same area, then I'm just called to help you. Right. Because that's compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus did. He looked on the crowd, saw compassion, yeah. you know, and he went and he healed. Right. For multiple days. I yeah. mean, in multiple times in scripture that compassion led him to do something like that. So I think that's a big one uh, too. And then the other one, I just want to hit on briefly because this, I don't think this is just in the political realm either. Uh but I think to, to choose Jesus over sides, mm-hmm. that's the question. How do I choose Jesus over sides? I think we've got to understand that uh, Jesus values everybody. Right? He places the same value on me that he does on you, that he does on everybody watching, like everybody listening. Like He's got the same value placed on that. And, uh, and I quoted Hebrews 12, too, right there. It says, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, and scorning its shame so that uh, a lot of theologians say that and scholars say that that for the joy set before him is us mm-hmm. so he saw us and he didn't just see one person he saw us he saw right. us all and he valued us the same that he went and he died for us all right so for god so loved the world in john three sixteen that he gave right so jesus did that because he valued us all and i think the culture we live in 
if you want to uh, make much of your name, then there's a certain crowd that you need to hang around with. Mm -hmm. Right? You can you can see this in especially in the Bible Belt with with what churches people go to. Right. Uh, if you serve in a certain role in in a community, then there's a certain church that you need to go to because that's where you're going to get primarily all of your business. Right. You know, like those are that's the church with the money. So it's not just in a political realm. Mm -hmm. You know. So so now politi uh, politicians start hanging out with other politicians that they want to hang out with that they know they need, I need that guy in my back pocket, mm -hmm. you know, because of something I want to do later on down the line. Uh, but ultimately that's not what Jesus did. No, we're losing sight of the, uh, the verse you just referenced. Mm -hmm. Cause at some point you got to sit back and say, Hey, where that's best for me. Mm -hmm. That's probably not best for the whole community. Yeah. It's not best for the masses here. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do as he did and, take one on the chin for the greater good, I guess, mm -hmm. if you're going to be called into that political realm. Yeah. Well, and then he, he looked at, what was that story about uh, Nicodemus? He looked at Nicodemus and said, uh, like, I want to, I, I want to come with you and, uh, and be a part of what you're doing. And, and that to me was incredible because nobody really wanted to be around him at that time. Um, you got a story with Matthew where he calls Matthew as a tax collector mm -hmm. and, and nobody liked tax collectors. You got the story of, uh, Zacchaeus, right. Was a wee little man. Okay. A wee little man was he, you know, climbed up in the, you know, that you got that whole song, you got that story. Uh, but ultimately like he was despised, mm. but yet Jesus said, I want to go to your house today. You know, you got multiple stories throughout scripture that says Jesus didn't just put himself in the seats of the greats mm -hmm. that, that he valued people at the same value. And I think that's important as a, as a politician, uh, to value, uh, if I give to your campaign, right. To value me the same way that you value somebody else in your district that had no money to give to your campaign. Right. Right. You don't place me on a ladder mm -hmm. higher are more special than right. you know, uh, anybody else in your community. So I think that's a big one mm -hmm. as well that, that I think in our culture right now, if, if you saw a politician do that, people would notice. Yeah. Yeah, if they're people going to your house, hearing you out mm -hmm. with nothing to gain, mm -hmm. just trying to see, hey, what are you going through? I see that you're, dealing, you're having to do something nobody really likes, so they're yeah. all avoiding you so any issue that we're experiencing as a whole in a person's life like that's probably amplified so that may be yeah. a, a great house for a politician to go to mm -hmm. yeah i yeah. feel it and if somebody went there i'm sure like you said everybody's definitely gonna notice oh they're gonna notice yeah 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 and i so i want to end with this one and uh and i think this is the kicker for twofold okay is uh so you got the principle of speaking truth mm -hmm. with grace, right? You got the principle of you're going to have to ask people for stuff. Mm -hmm. And Jesus asked people for stuff too, but he gave back a whole bunch more. Uh, you got the principle of valuing everybody. You got the principle of having compassion and that moving your heart toward helping people. Uh, but here's here's the last one I want to end is, uh, is the principle of forgiveness. Okay. So Jesus forgave, right? It's a whole reason for the gospel. It's the whole right. good news, right? So from a politician standpoint, let's talk leadership for a minute. 
everybody in leadership, if you're going to remain in leadership, you got to have, I've always heard it, you got to have thick skin and a soft heart. So words are going to come at you, like letters are going to come at you, texts are going to come at you, emails are going to come at you, and and like you got to be able to read them and pick the stuff out of them that matter. And all the stuff that that was meant to hurt you, you gotta you gotta have thick enough skin mm-hmm. for that not to hurt you. But then you gotta have a soft enough heart to forgive, because and this is not just politicians now. So now we're jumping over into everybody, because if 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 you if you hurt me by words, if I don't have a soft enough heart to forgive you in that moment, the next time I see you, I got a grudge. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't see you the same. Right, yeah, I don't. I don't look at you the same. I don't look at you with the value that's placed that God's placed on you. Right. So, from a leadership perspective, um, not necessarily just from a po- politician standpoint, but from just leadership as followers of Jesus, like, we got to have a heart to forgive. Right. Is yeah, that hurt? That stung. You know what? But I forgive you. I forgive you. And then I think we could do politicians this favor. Okay. That's a charge for politicians. Okay. So live with a forgiving heart. But I also think we should give a little bit of forgiveness to those people that are in politics. Yeah. Now, and the reason I say that is because every single debate that comes up that you watch on TV, mm-hmm. right? Or that you hear every single debate, all it is, is me telling you the other candidate, Everything that you did wrong, every bad decision that you made, every policy that you upheld that you shouldn't have upheld, every way that you voted that you shouldn't have voted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I can hold a longer list, list of wrongs that you've done, right? then you can hold a longer list of wrongs than I've done, then ultimately I win at the end. That's right. Right. And I just, I mean, I wonder sometimes if, uh, if, if politicians looked at each other and went, you know what? I did do that. And you know what? That was wrong. And you know what? I learned from that and I ain't ever going to go back to it. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of things in your life too, as a candidate who's coming at me that you've done, but ultimately I'm not going to bring them up. Right. Because I forgive you. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that? What kind of world would that be? I'll tell you, speaking about forgiveness, something I'd like to touch on is that is what they're dealing with mm-hmm. every day. Day in and day out. Mm-hmm. They're making decisions. They're getting blitzed. Sometimes they mm-hmm. make a wrong decision, yep. a crazy decision. That's because they're not God. They're yeah. a human. politician, but they're human. Yep. So the crazy things will happen. Everybody watching is human. Everybody's mm-hmm. done crazy things. So I think we also, as Christians, need to take time to pray for our politicians mm-hmm. because they need that guidance. Yep. They need that, I guess, protection, if mm-hmm. you will, over them. Because they're dealing with a lot. Oh yeah, and they're they're going to make another mistake. So yep. we need to pray for their wisdom. Yep. Maybe for their thick skin and their mm-hmm. soft heart. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole. What is that? First, first Timothy. Yep. Maybe. Somebody's going to say. Yeah. First Timothy two. This is I urge you first of all to pray for mm-hmm. all people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. And then it says this, pray for this, pray this way for kings and all those who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we're going to, I think you got to forgive them 
pray for them. Yep. It's really hard to be mad at somebody that you're praying for. Because what people say every time is elections coming on, mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? I don't really, I'm not vibing with any of these guys. I'm not really inspired by anybody. And then the mm-hmm. next thing they say is, so I'm probably just going to sit this one out and not vote. Mm-hmm. And then they put their the politician totally off their mind, mm-hmm. forget about them, when really we need to be praying for whichever one it is mm-hmm. that's coming in there. Yeah. And we need to be praying before that election's over with, mm-hmm. whether we're inspired or not, we need to be praying the right one makes mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, so, and I would say to end, to end it with this is I would say the one who should win is the one that lives by principles. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I guess, uh, I mean, you're not going to pin me in a, which one you vote for and all that stuff like that in those right. seasons. Uh, I I'm pretty, I'm, pretty open with some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ones who don't live by principles are the ones I'm not voting for. Right. And if you're wishy-washy over there, then that means you made that decision because of a feeling that you had, not because of a principle that you live by. Right. That's a kicker. So I guess y'all stay tuned for episode 15. 15. And if you're thinking about coming to church, we're going to get Eric some dog food. Come on. We'll let you know. Get some eggs. When the eggs are back into play. Hey, I got some pigs too. So it's oh, gonna it's gonna take about two years for them to get to like uh butcher weight. Right. Uh but man, eggs and bacon. Could you mm. imagine like every first time guest getting eggs and bacon? Oh yeah. Mm. And we may even do a better deal than that. Everybody who signs up to serve on the crew and serves for a year, yeah, gets eggs and bacon. Okay. That sounds good to me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, farm to table. Farm to table. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. it. I like it. All right. Well, hey, we'll catch y'all next week.